0: When things are going bad, it's important to be reminded not to lose heart and get discouraged. What would we possibly need to be warned about when things are going good? Yet in our text tonight, in our Bible study, that's what we're going to find. We as a young church have been blessed with many good things. We're enjoying growth. We enjoy provision. What would be a warning that we should take to heart? Our study tonight is in Luke chapter 12, and we're going to focus on the first 12 verses. In this, Jesus gives a warning to his disciples. And the warning that he gives is beware of pretending to be something to make people happy. Beware of pretending to be something to make people happy. As we're going to see at this point in Christ's ministry, it was exciting to be a follower of Jesus Christ. There were crowds, and the crowds were getting larger. And Jesus saw a danger that the disciples were facing. And that's where we begin tonight in Luke chapter 12. In the meantime, now you'd have to back up and you'd have to look and see what all was happening in chapter 11. Chapter 11, they wanted to know how to pray. They were struggling with satanic activity around them. They were dealing with the Pharisees. And he says, Luke tells us, in the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trode upon one another, he began to say to his disciples, first of all, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and that which ye have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. Ye are of more value than many sparrows. Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man can also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him. And when they bring you into the synagogues and unto magistrates and powers, take ye no thought. How? Or what thing ye shall answer, or what ye shall say? For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. Jesus was giving a warning. He says, beware. And as we look at these 12 verses, what I want us to focus on is the warning of trying to act in such a way that we're trying to please people. So let's look at it. First of all, in verse 1, he gives the definition of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, he says, Beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy means to play a part. It's the idea of an actor, where an actor goes out onto a stage and does an incredible job. He can make people think, he's that person maybe some of you can think of some television characters or some people that have played parts in movies where when you see them you think they know how to do what they did in that movie but the reality is they're just actors that's not who they are Jesus says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. What was the problem that they had? Well, the Pharisees were play-acting. They were presenting something that they were not. And the danger is it begins to put a lot of pressure on us. We begin to try to be something, to try to look like what we think everyone thinks we ought to be, rather than being who you are. So the first thing I want you to notice, hypocrisy is acting a part. And he says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Now, what does leaven do? Leaven is yeast. And what happens when you put yeast into something? Well, one, it moves very silently, and it moves very speedily through that whole thing. And then what happens? It begins to puff up. The danger that he's warning us of is, At first, we begin. We try to pretend to be something that we're not, and the danger is we begin to believe it. We begin to think that we're something that we're really not. The Pharisees pretended to be something that they weren't so that everyone would look up to them. And Jesus was warning the disciples, you know what, that can happen to you. And the reality is he's warning us tonight. He says... It's so easy when we get around certain people to try to pretend to be something that we're not. And the problem is it becomes very hollow. It becomes very puffed up. It becomes something that it doesn't take much but a prick and all of a sudden everything that made us look so big has come out and we really see what we really are. But notice the deceit of hypocrisy in verses two and three. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and that which ye have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. What's he warning them about? He says that hypocrisy begins to fool the actor. The actor begins to think that he is something that he's not. I find it fascinating even today we find actors today that really think they're really important you listen and they're trying to give us political advice they're trying to give us moral advice they're trying to tell us all these different things and we have to stop and think wait a minute who are you what are your credentials you have acted a part in front of a camera and that makes you an expert it might make you well-known, but real character, real wisdom may or may not reside in that individual because they've never been tested. We don't know what they really think. They've only been speaking the part that someone told them to speak. It fools the actor. It could impact the disciples, couldn't it? All these disciples, there was this huge crowd, so many, that the people were stepping on each other. The people had packed out the area. Well, imagine how exciting that is. Well, it's good to be excited that people are coming to hear Jesus. But then what happens? You begin to think, I'm pretty important here. And he warns them, he says... Oh, be careful. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, of stepping now into a part where you begin to play something that you're not. It fools the actor, but I also want you to notice, what's wrong with being a hypocrite? What's wrong with play acting? I mean, we talk about it like it's really something bad. Why is being a hypocrite a bad thing for a Christian? What do we know about our God? Is our God truthful? Or is our God deceitful? Our God is truthful. And our lives, when people come to us, our lives ought to reflect what our God is like. Now, I would love to be what that play part is. But if that's not what I am, I need to be honest I find it fascinating today the last two days we had some friends from iowa drive up and they were with us in our home and we were talking about when this man got saved and interestingly enough you know often what happens is we come to church and we try to play a part because we we want people to think good about christ and so what do we do we put on this image that we don't ever do things wrong We've got our act together. And I was talking with him. I said, Brian, as you're witnessing to people, you know, the thing that we have to be is we have to be transparent. We have to be honest. And I realized when people are often trying to pretend, it's because they're wanting to make God look good. And Brian said, oh, no, don't you remember when you were preaching before I got saved? And I said, no. He said, you know, the turning point for me was when you said, oh, I'm a sinner not he was a sinner but i'm a sinner i'm no different than you i've just received god's grace and he said that was the point i i thought i could be a christian too you know so often satan deceives us into thinking we have to play a part to make jesus christ look good when in fact It was Jesus's mercy, it's his grace by which we get saved. There is nothing that I did that all of a sudden I proved I could be saved. Think back when you got saved, what was it? It was a matter of just accepting what Jesus Christ did. I came totally full of sin, totally full of my problems, and God said, my grace is for you. My son died for you. So he says, beware, it will fool you. You'll begin to think you're something that you're not, and it also will frustrate you because the reality is what we are is known by God and will be known by others. So the thing that we thought we were fooling everyone, the only person we were fooling was ourselves." Do you see how God is being compassionate, how Jesus Christ is being compassionate? He saw the problem and he forewarned them. He said, beware. Because what you're pretending to be won't last forever. What you really are is going to come out. So why fear trying to be this what you're not? Instead, be honest about what you are but also be honest about what God's grace can do for you. You know, I'm a rascal, I'm a sinner, I'm deceitful. I have wrong thoughts. It's only by God's grace that all of those different things, my covetousness that comes out, my hatred for people when they do things that make me look stupid, all of these different things, my maybe disrespect for my parents, all of these things, It's only by God's grace that I'm different. You see, rather than it making Christ look bad, in fact, when we demonstrate what God's grace does in our lives, we give people hope because they say, oh, that's what I need. Notice in verses 4 through 7, the dangers that come with hypocrisy. What is, what causes us to be hypocritical look what he says i say unto you my friends now remember keep this all in context i say unto you my friends be not afraid of them that kill the body and after that have no more that they can do but i forewarn you whom ye should fear fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell yea i say unto you fear him now we'll pause there for just a moment i want you to notice this first part what is hypocrisy? Why do we pretend to be something we're not? And Jesus puts his finger right on it. It's the fear of man. We are afraid of man, of what men think about us. Remember Paul in Galatians 1.10, how he says, For do I now seek to please men or seek to please God? You know, he put his finger right on the whole part of when we try to worship god when we come to church are we really trying to please everyone else are we trying to make everyone else notice how good we are and we would say what's well, because i want to make god look good what jesus puts his finger on he says don't fear men you know the word fear is used five times in this few verses verses four through seven and what's the what's the problem we're trying to impress men. And we're focusing on people rather than God. And what happens is it steals our joy when we come to worship. As we grow, as we change, and God will mature this body, and God will grow this body. God has this body here to be a lighthouse for Him. We're here to let people know what a great God we serve, not so that they can look like us but so that they can look like him. So notice in verses six through seven, that the danger that he's talking about, he says, what's the danger of hypocrisy? One, that you would fear man, and two, that you would miss the fear of the Lord. He says, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and yet, and not one of them is forgotten before the Lord? but even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. You're of more value than many sparrows. Isn't it interesting? He doesn't go down this path of, I need to be terrified of God, because verse 5 would lead you to believe that, wouldn't it? Don't be afraid of the guy that can kill you and afterwards can't do anything, but be afraid of the one who can kill you and then cast you into hell. So what was his point? Was his point to terrify you that God is a bad, mean, vengeful God? No, what he was pointing to was, he said, you've got your eyes on the wrong one. You want to serve the one. You want to be focused on the one who's all powerful. And how we know that's what he means is when we look at it and he says, doesn't he know that five sparrows, when they're sold, if God knows about the animal kingdom and he knows how many hairs are on your head, doesn't he care for you? He's the one that we want to please. He's the one that we want to be, be focused on, not on men. You know this also though just as a total side comment, what does this tell you if he if he makes this statement he says, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. What does that tell us about the place of man in God's sight compared to animals? We live in a society that talks about animals and people. At best, they're on the same par. And maybe animals are a little ahead of what the people are at this point. Save the whales, kill the babies. And what do we really see? Oh, no. God cares for you. Do you see how the context leads us to really understand what Jesus is saying? Jesus is telling us, he says, beware, beware of hypocrisy because hypocrisy is deceitful. Beware because hypocrisy is dangerous to you. And then he says, beware because you ought to distrust hypocrisy, that's kind of a weak word, but it was a D and I I went with it anyway, okay? What does he tell us in verses eight and nine? Man's praise is not dependable. Also I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the son of man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. His focus here is... Men's praise is not reliable, but Jesus Christ is reliable. Jesus Christ is reliable. He will stand with you. Notice beyond that, we go on at verse 10. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. I'm going to pause there for just a moment because I believe this is describing something that was happening in Israel and I do not believe that the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is something today that casts someone into hell. Already remember, Israel had rejected God the Father. Jesus Christ came and they had rejected Jesus Christ the Son but they still had the Holy Spirit who was working among them to draw them and to bring conviction. If they rejected the Holy Spirit, what did they have left? They had nothing. So he says, look, he said, he said, whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, which was taking place, he said, it can still be forgiven. But if you reject, if you blaspheme against the Holy Ghost, who do you have left? Today, what is the unpardonable sin? The unpardonable sin is rejecting Jesus Christ. If you reject Jesus Christ today, there is nothing left. So he goes on to say, what is the defense against hypocrisy? Let's go on. And when they bring you into the synagogues and unto the magistrates and powers, take ye no thought how or what thing ye shall answer or what ye shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour that you ought, what ye ought to say. What is the defense against hypocrisy? The indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads and guides us. The, one will, the Holy Spirit is the one who will give you the words to say And that's the blessing that each of us have in us as believers. You have the Holy Spirit. If you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the scriptures say you were given the Holy Spirit. He's sealed within you. And as Jesus is speaking to his disciples, remember what he's saying? Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. What is it? trying to pretend to be religious rather than being religious. The danger of the Pharisees was not what we are on the inside. The danger of the Pharisees was to look good on the outside. And if you only look good, that's all that matters. And Jesus said, oh, that's an empty, (coughs) puffed up position. He said, men, don't get caught up in the crowds and now the only way to keep the crowds coming is to look good before the crowds instead depend on the Holy Spirit instead recognize that God sees who you are anyway don't try to pretend to be something you're not and as you go out don't be afraid to confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord because the only faithful one is Jesus Christ and when we deny our Lord the world will not be impressed and they will still come back and hate you but when you confess the Lord Jesus he will always be faithful beware When you hear the word beware, it's a warning to protect you. And that's what Jesus was doing here. When he saw the crowds and he saw what could take place, he said, let me warn you about something that could happen. And let me tell you what I've already given you, what you will have, and you don't have to worry.